0: We're going to talk some NBA draft this week, as the NBA draft is this week. It is on Thursday. So the NBA finals come and go. That's why I love the NBA. They just go right from finals right into the draft. Right into the draft, Tim. And then before you know it, it's going to be Summer League. Oh, yeah. Did Uh, you get your request approved, by the way? uh, Not yet. Tim uh, put in a request to host Buck's Summer League Post game shows from Vegas. <laughs> I will be flying out there. Yeah, come July. So you'll be at the games and yep. then you'll break it down. Uh, we'll we'll see if you might have to go podcast with that one. Okay. The draft's interesting this week. You know, I think a lot of people want to know who goes top three as always, and it's kind of a draft class where things seem to be settling in with the mocks. But any of these teams can go any different direction come Thursday night. With the Bucs, they have picked 24, and they do have the pick. And I look at some of these prospects that they could have, and as a Bucks fan, I'll just tell you, like, doing this job, I should probably know who's going to be there at 24. But as a Bucs fan, I'm kind of like, if you take somebody there, then I'll learn about them. I can't get all Packer about it and know every single linebacker that's going to be available at 29 because I don't, I don't know that we're keeping this pick. I know one guy that could possibly be there. Who's that? Patrick Baldwin Jr. Oh yeah, I've seen serious considerations. Well, yeah, I mean the Bucks possibly picking him. Does that mean that Bud gets fired and they hire Patrick (laughs) Baldwin Senior? Will they do that? Uh, I don't think that will happen. There's an opening on his staff. Yeah, yeah. he's out in L.A. Yeah, yeah. you could add PBJ Senior to the to the coaching staff. Maybe makes sense, right? I, I think so. So if they do stay at 24, you know, then I think we talk about well, how's this guy going to affect? But then also the Bucks, it just seems like they have this asset and they have some salaries that they may want to move. And do they move a salary with a pick? That's kind of what they've been doing in the John Horst era. Their first round picks outside of Giannis since then, I mean, it's it's been a lot of you know Thon makers and DJ Wilsons and Dante Divincenzo's. You know they haven't really hit on that. The Bucks are kind of they're kind of an older team, even with, you know, Giannis just being 27 and where Drew and Chris are, but they they don't really have like you know, like with the Warriors, they have their old, they're an old team, but they also have they're also a young team. Somehow they're both. They've got a class of guys that are coming up because of draft picks, even if they drafted later, like Jordan Poole they drafted late in that draft, but look at where he is now. You know, so you can still find guys later in the draft and then develop them. Bucks really haven't done that. So I don't know if they keep this pick. You think they might want to keep the pick since they don't have picks for a while. So in 2023, uh, they don't have that pick next year. They owe that to Houston. So they have this year's pick, but not 2023. In 2024 and 26, the Pelicans have the right to swap first because of Drew. In 2025 and 2027... Those picks go to either New Orleans or Portland from the Drew trade. The Bucks actually, this is from ESPN, they're allowed to trade their 2022 first, the night of the draft. So they can trade this year's pick if they want, but it is restricted in future years. Because they owe a first-round pick in 23, 25, and 27, the earliest the Bucks can trade is 2029. You can't trade first round picks in back to back years. Holy cow! So the Bucks don't—they can trade the 2022, but they cannot trade any more first round picks until 20 until 2029. 2029. What? So basically, we're not drafting for a long time. No, so I, that's kind of why I yeah. think they might take a guy here. Holy but then, if cow. you want to move, you know, Grayson's salary. Grayson's at nine point three million dollars I don't think they want to be on the books for him yeah I've seen a lot of talks with that like packaging him up with the draft pick yeah I mean Brooke Lopez even at 13 million I think they want to keep Brooke but Uh, you need to keep Brooke that's that's a contract that's movable Pat Connaughton we'll see what happens there this is a big week for the bucks they've got some things that are coming up so Thanassus's player option was due by tomorrow he already said, I'm, I'm coming back for $1.88 million. So if the Nassus is coming back, he's going to be a buck next season. I don't think anyone's got a problem with that. Pat Connaughton's player option is due on Wednesday for 5.7. I would think he declines that and they work some sort of three-year, 27 $28, 29000000 million dollar deal. Pat wants to stay here, so maybe he does opt in. I don't know. I don't think he will. I think they'll want to work a deal. Bobby Portis, his option is 4.6. He'll decline that by next week, and then they'll try to work out a multi-year deal if they want to keep that. Jordan Wara is also eligible to see uh, receive a qualifying offer. I don't know. I mean, Jordan Wara is a guy that he's one of your younger guys, so do you just flip all these dudes? But he had had every opportunity so far to make an impact, and, and he had not quite yet. So the draft is coming up on Thursday. It will be interesting to watch, obviously, for a lot of different reasons. Johnny Davis, Wisconsin. This guy could be a lottery pick almost for sure. Top 10, I see a lot of mocks where he's going 10. I believe that would be to Washington. Washington. So I see a lot of mocks there, and he's worked out with them, as well as a couple of other teams. I think the big you know, question isn't, who do the Bucks draft? It's, do they keep the pick? And if they keep the pick... They got a hit on that pick. You know, even though this draft class might be down or whatever, you can get a guy at 24 that can be an impact player. And they might need this guy to be an impact player right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next year. You know, sometimes they draft these guys, and it's like, well, we're not going to play you much. And how much does Bud like playing rookies to begin with? But they're going to start to need some of these guys to develop and play. So it's going to be a very interesting couple of weeks here for the Bucks. Do these other guys opt in? And Pat's the, really the only question. Peck can, can, can make more than five point seven million. I mean, he could double that possibly. But he also just said a couple of and I take him at his word. He doesn't want to move. No, he's, he's building apartments, he's building stuff, and stuff on Brady Street. And, yeah, he's 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 got yeah. his he's got his he's got his other thing going on. I think you know there is value to being somewhere where you're comfortable and and playing with people that you like and feeling like you're a part of an organization. So we'll see. But, hey, if, if he can get a little more money, the Bucs need him. Because if Connaughton says deuces and then signs somewhere else, well, then you have to keep Grayson Allen. And I, I think if the Bucs had their choice between the two guys, I don't, I think it's a pretty clear choice. You keep Connaughton over Grayson. Man, Grayson was so good in that Bulls series, and then just the way he disappeared against the Celtics. I'm, I'm very happy that the Warriors won, a.k.a. I'm very happy that the Celtics lost, but man, we could be right now. Yesterday would have we been could, Game 7. Today would have been Parade Day. Today would have been. We could have gone down to the parade together. Well, yeah, Parade. The Warriors are in the parade today, so if they won in are six, it would be Parade. Today? They're doing it today. Okay. We could have also, this could have been Game 7 last night. We could be celebrating this morning. Instead, we're like doing a Lorenzo King tribute <laughs> show, and people are calling in and saying they never liked the guy anyway. So, yeah, it's hard not to think what might have been with the Milwaukee Bucks. Guys didn't step up, and then Middleton was hurt. It's a bummer. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.